Hello guys, welcome to today's episode of the podcast, hope you enjoy the conversation. So you want to get better at anything, you need a coach. A coach will objectively help you look for things that you need to improve on. Today I actually even partnered up with Vaughn and Bourne advice, coaching, and leadership training to help my listeners improve all facets of their life, which goes from things like leadership skills, to handling business, to working in teams. Now, I've personally worked with Gordon Newell before. He's the coach that runs the business, and he has a wealth of knowledge. Very credible individual, former military, ICF leadership training coach, and he knows what he's doing. So I've partnered up with them to help my listeners experience the same thing that I've been doing for quite a while. So all you got to do is enter the code word EARNIT, that's E-A-R-N-I-T, all, all lower caps, and get it on the website, www bondborn.com so once again this will help you secure one of those online sessions once again that's www.bondborn.com to help secure yourself in a free online workshop okay let's just be honest here for a second when you give out those physical business cards do they actually leave a lasting impression on the people you meet i say no and this is why i've paired up with ovu smart cards so what they do is that they change the game entirely it's a basically an electronic business card, you only need one, and it scans it onto the person's phone. It's a pretty cool thing, and it leaves a lasting impression. And with everything going on with all the craziness of COVID-19 and just the scare of transmitting any sort of disease, this is actually a pretty cool way, cool way to share information. Uh, so right now, I've partnered with them to help my listeners earn a discount off the card. All you gotta do is go to ovu, that's ovou.com and enter the discount code Joe10, that's J-O-E-10. Once again, that's O-V-O-U.com. Enter the discount code Joe10 to get $10 off the card. What is up, Kareem? How are you doing today, man? Hey, I'm doing great, Joe. Thanks for uh, having me on your podcast today. <laughs> no worries, man. And you, I'm glad that you decided to come on because you are doing some really good work, by the way. You Thank are, you, Joe. A custo- no worries. I believe you're a custodian for a Give Society, which focuses a lot on the homeless and just giving them hope again, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, and again, you know, the credit also goes to the team and the volunteers because without them, uh, there is no gift society, right? And and so really appreciate it. And a shout out to everyone, our partners and everybody that's out there that supports the community. It's all about the community building. So uh, gift society, which stands for Global Inspired Volunteer Society, GIB is the acronym. And our whole uh, notion when we launched about three years ago, three and a half years ago now, was to be a volunteer event management team to support nonprofits and communities to achieve their social go- uh, social goals. And at the same time, engaging corporations to participate in the community and creating an ecosystem and building that bridge between the community, the nonprofits and the corporations and, and being in the... Uh, volunteering into things most of my life and and helping out different types of organization 
you know, I recognized that that was the biggest challenge and felt that, you know, Give Society would be able to help fill those gaps and, and help them, you know, get over the challenges or obstacles they have to be able to achieve their social goals. Yeah, interesting. So you seem like you're almost a connector from these big companies uh, to the homeless. Yes, uh, it, it takes... It takes, you know, it takes a community, right, to, to build things and, and collaboration. And so that is, that is our whole <clears throat> uh, vision and, and, our, and our thing to do was to uh, bring everybody together and collaborate together, bring the resources together and, and work together. And that is the, the ultimate goal. So our, you know, our mission is to give local and inspire global and hoping that others will join us as they see the amazing work that the community and the partners are doing uh, with the homeless and also within the community itself, there's so much to be done. Uh, there is like, um, for example, we just helped out with the Harambe 2020 online festival. Uh, as we can't have a physical festival and people gathering, uh, you know, we helped with the online festival with, uh, seeking speakers for mental health and wellness, um, and also, you know, providing some of the um, uh, performers that they had from all around the world uh, performing, and it was a two-day event. So we support anywhere that the community requires us to be there to help them out. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, because you talked about, you know, doing events live and in person, but with COVID going, like, with everything going around, it doesn't seem like that's possible anymore because i don't think i think there's a limit of 50 people i think per event or something like that that's correct yes yeah so what are you guys doing now though in terms of just like having an alternative and try to figure out what to do are you still doing in-person events or well we're not doing too many of the in-person events besides uh you know the serving of the food to the homeless uh you know that is something that we're still doing and we just did one about a month and a half ago and we're going to be doing actually probably about a two or three day, 500 meals a day serving uh, in during the last week of uh, November, mm-hmm. just for, for the holiday giving event that we have. And we've had such an amazing, um, I would say, response and, and enthusiasm from other, you know, nonprofits and, and communities to join us in this initiative uh, that we're going to be having co-hosts uh, this year, which is great. Oh, and, really? Yes. Yeah. And, and so that's been something that um, is very heartwarming and, and people wanting to, to help the, you know, the, the uh, situation that's happening in the downtown East side. Mm-hmm. And so one of our objective is, you know, we have the awareness end of things that's happening right now. So when we're feeding the homeless and we're there, that's awareness that's giving them, you know, it's a temporary fix, but it's letting them know that we care. How do we let, the homeless know that, you know, that society has not put them away on the side or they don't exist. We know they exist. And so this is our way of having that and recognizing that, you know, there is a problem here and that we all need to come together. And so to have everybody coming together and to be able to experience the giving and to experience, you know, the type of, uh, life that they live, the type of neighborhood that they are in, and also to realize that they are no different from us. Mm-hmm. They're human beings just like us. They have just fallen down on some hard times, 
and they, they just need some hope and they need some opportunity. And by creating this hope of serving them the meals and letting them know that we're here for them, and then from there taking it to the next phase, which is to have a plan. And that plan involves the community. It involves civil society. It involves everybody coming together from individuals to families, to nonprofits, to corporations, uh, and also government levels as well. Uh, to be coming together and collaborating together and having a plan where we could say, we're going to you know, help these people, not just our neighbors. We're not going to help just with the food, but let's help them and teach them how to fish. So, you know, having those training programs and then from the training programs, having them into a housing program and, and, and that type of stuff and occupational training and then into, into some sort of uh, a home program. But all of that takes collaboration. There is organizations that are doing that, nonprofits are doing that, and they're doing a tremendous job. But I feel that if everybody collaborated together, brought their resources together, we could have a bigger impact. And I think we can be able to solve uh, the homelessness issue or reduce the impact that we have today to much less than what it is uh, in, in the future. And it's going to be a gradual thing. There is no quick fix. Um, you know, there is a lot of other things that go on in that community and also in our own community that we need to address and work on step by step. Interesting, because it sounds like everything is interconnected. So you brought up, you know, big business, small business and the government, though. So it seems like when yes. we look at a problem, because like no problems tied to one thing, it's usually tied to a bunch of other things here. So in terms of just trying to, you know, quote unquote, solve the homeless problem, like, like what would it just be, you know, just making people aware of this? Because I think people are aware of the homeless issue. I don't, I think it's just that we just overlook it. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, I think it's um, overlooking it. And also sometimes we don't know how to approach it. Where should we start? Where is the starting point? Mm-hmm. And understanding the issue and the problem. And there is no magic bullet. There's no one entity or one person that has all the answers. Yeah. And that is why, you know, collaboration is so important. And bringing the resources together from other organizations that are already working in this area, you know, touching on mental health, uh, touching on, um, you know, uh, drugs and addiction to alcohol and drugs, that's another issue itself. And, and those are long-term uh, plan that has to be put into place to be able to solve those problems. And there is resources out there, but how do we pull them together to make a bigger impact? Uh, what happens if somebody comes out of a, uh, some sort of a counseling? Where do they go from there? Nobody guides them. Yeah. Nobody's holding their hand to say, okay, from here now, we need to get you into life skills. Okay. Uh, you know, sort of life skills training. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with problems? How do you not turn your back on your problems or run away from your problems or re uh, regress back into drug abuse or depression? How do we make sure that that doesn't happen? 
they don't fall back into that pitfall. So that's where the next thing comes in is to get them to that next phase, take them into some sort of other, uh, you know, personal development, educational uh, seminars or training. So they learn about themselves. They learn about the community. They learn about a little bit more about the life skills. And then from there, to be able to take them into some sort of a trades train. Mm -hmm. And then from there, obviously, being able to provide them shelter and integrating into society. So that is that is our mission. That is gives a mission with, with the homeless aspect in a general uh, you know, scope that I'm mentioning to you. Absolutely. And the one thing that you kind of brought up was the ability to go back into drugs and alcohol. Like from what you've experienced with the homeless, have most of them just, or most of them usually just drug addicted or are they just on alcohol? Like are they addicted to some sort of substance or are they just addicted to alcohol? Like what would be kind of the defining reason why they would be homeless? If you can just kind of label it as, as, as such. Um, you know, it, it's hard to say, but I wouldn't say that they're homeless because they were into drugs. Yeah. Anything like that. You know, mental health, can definitely play into that, mm-hmm. you know, getting them into, into that area. Uh, maybe perhaps a little bit of the alcohol and drugs, but I think most of the time it's just they're normal people like us and they go through some life challenges, losing their job uh, or made some bad investments and got financial issues or they got divorced, lost a family member, or they were very sick. They had some health issues and, and they were not able to, you know, uh, support themselves. And that's how they, you know, end up on the street. So that is, from my opinion, you know, I'm no expert on, on that and things, yeah. but you know, being involved in that area and from what I have seen, it's a combination mm-hmm. of things that do play a role into into the homeless homelessness. Yeah, it's really crazy because like, you know, there's an old there's an old saying, you know, when someone asks for money, they just always say, Oh, are you gonna use it on drugs? It's almost like a common default that we that we go back to. Cause yeah. we're not we're not we're basically not that different from them. Like any one of us could be homeless. Ah, but it's yes. crazy how we just kinda classify like them as, you know, they're onto drugs or just alcohol or alcoholics or they're losers of society essentially. And which is which is kind of a sad way we we look at it nowadays. Cause like I said, it could happen. We could we could all be divorced. We could all have bad, you know, investment mistakes. So it it, yes. it yeah, it's maybe we're just one two one one or two steps away from becoming exactly like them. Yet we treat them so differently. Exactly, and so that's one of the things that we need to do. Yeah, if we're going to eliminate this homelessness situation or reduce it, mm-hmm. is to be able to sort of put a net out there before they fall. Okay. Yeah. Right? If they lose, if they lost their job, they can't pay their rent. Uh, they don't have a place to stay, or they're gonna about to lose their their home. We should be able to engage with them at that time and give them the assistance that they need right away. You know, maybe uh, a little bit of funding, helping them find jobs, helping them retrain, doing all of these amazing things that are already out there. There's so many organizations that are doing it, and that's what I mean by collaboration. To be able to have that network yeah. where we're able to then take these amazing, wonderful individuals um, and having them, you know, being able to save them uh, from all of those challenges of being homeless and, and kind of make sure that they don't set back into those areas. And I think that's one, one way of sort of like making sure that this 
homelessness situation reduces in the future. So that is the future plan, you know, where you, you start catching individuals that are about to be homeless or about to fall into drugs and about to fall into, you know, uh, alcohol because of these issues and challenges and being able to stop that. Mm. I think that's one of the, one of the steps that we as a community and as uh, collaborators and, and network, we need to do that. Yeah. I think as a society, we need to do that as well. Just because like, we, I think we're having a mindset where there's winners and there's losers. And the losers are the homeless, even though we can become exactly like them. And we kind of just, we're just, I guess, accustomed to that type of life, that, that type of mindset is that if you're homeless and it's just a hundred percent on you, when sometimes it could just be outside of their own control too. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody wants to be homeless Yeah. and, and to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. But when it's, you know, sort of, if you don't have any support, you don't have any family support, you don't have any friends support, you have nowhere to go, that's what happens. And if we were to give them that hope and opportunity to say, no, we've got you, yeah. we're going to help you, we're here for you, you're not going to lose your home, we're mm-hmm. going to help you find a job, Yeah, you're going to have your next meal, which is very important, mm-hmm. and you're going to have a roof over your head. Yeah. And if we're able to do that and, and, and sort of like stop the bleeding, and mm-hmm. I think that's what it comes down to, stop the bleeding or you got a barrel pull, you know, full of holes and you're pouring water, you can pour all the water you want yeah. in there, right? And that's what's happening right now uh, is we're all pouring, pouring water into this barrel and this barrel has holes and it's not holding the water. It just keeps coming out. So we need to plug the holes first. Yeah. And, and that is – what I'm talking about is when, you know, uh, individuals are at that fringe, mm-hmm. losing their job, losing their home. Let's plug that hole. Yeah. You know, if we plug those holes, then we're pouring the water in. Guess what? We're we're gonna see some, we're gonna see some uh, results from that. Yeah, that's actually yeah, that's actually it's a cool thing because I think it's just, it's such a complex problem to solve, you know, like the homeless issue in in Vancouver, and really much in any city, and yes. it's just like everything's interconnected. And I think we need to figure out what the like how we can even identify, you know, the solution. Then from there, go through, you know, the market, go through government, go for, through whatever it is to solve the issue. And I don't I don't know if anyone has the answer to that yet, you know, to kind of just solve it at the root issue. The answers are there. Yeah. It's just that we are not pulling it all together. And that's what I'm talking about. Partnerships, collaboration, you know, organizations that are already working. Mm -hmm. Each organization has a part of that solution. Okay. Right? It's like a puzzle. Mm -hmm. Right? The pieces are all there. We just need to put them together. And that's what Give Society wants to do is to bring all these pieces together and complete the puzzle. Yeah, by bringing the organizations, the corporations, the community, and nonprofits to come together, because mm-hmm. every one of them is holding that piece of the solution. Mm-hmm. The solutions, I believe, are out there. We just need to collaborate and put them together, and make it happen. Okay, so but I guess the biggest issue comes from maybe the lack of collaboration, isn't it? From that is my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm no expert, so I don't, I don't really know where to even begin, but is that kind of what you sense of just a lack of collaboration between communities, big business, small business? Everyone's kind of just more individualistic that way? Yes, and also the nonprofits. They're, you know, they're, oh, okay. they're all trying to, you know, survive. The nonprofits are not collaborating together. Oh. So the nonprofits also need to collaborate with each other. So it's not just, uh, you know, on a, on a broader scope of just the community or, or the businesses, right? Yeah. Or corporations, but it's also the nonprofits themselves. They need to collaborate together. They need to come together. And they're all doing their own individual mandates. And, you know, at the end, what do they all want? You know, if you talk to a nonprofit that deals with drug and alcohol rehabilitation, if you talk to a nonprofit that deals with uh, child abuse, sexual abuse, uh, you know, battery, right? Like women getting battered and so on, abusive. You talk about, you know, homelessness. You talk about mental health. The, the end goal for all of them is to, have a healthy community and a, and, a, and a better community, but it's all being done in a segmented way and it needs to be brought together in a, in one force. It's like, you know, your hand, you've got your five fingers, right? Yeah. If one finger is trying to lift, you know, 20 pounds, right? It's mm -hmm. going to be a little bit harder or difficult or, and some of us can't even do that. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> if, we, if you have your whole hand, it's easy to do that, mm -hmm. right? And all of our finger sizes are different. And so all these organizations have their different value sets, have their different, uh, you know, um, sort of what they bring to the table, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. and, and, but eventually, in the end, it's all about, you know, eradicating the homelessness and, and, and alcoholism and drug abuse and all that. But the, all of that is intertwined. So everybody needs to come together. Yeah. And that's how we're going to put one unified plan together. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because like, thinking about and trying to eliminate the, the problem of drug abuse and alcoholism, that seems like such a big thing to do. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's a big challenge. And that's why it takes, like I mentioned, resources and expertise because I'm no expert in that area. Yeah. I have no clue. Right. <laughs> yeah. We need we need people that can come in who have the expertise in those areas to be able to say, for this issue itself, here are some great minds that have come together, who've been in this industry for many years in this sector dealing with the people mm -hmm. and this problem, and brainstorming together to come up with a a vision, a single vision, yeah, and solution and mm -hmm. plan to make it happen and it, and it can be done. I, I truly feel from my heart that we can achieve this. We just need to come together. You know, that's, I, I, that's actually super refreshing to hear because a lot of my, you know, a lot of people I surround myself with, a lot of my friends say that this is just a part of life. Like this is never going to go away. This is how it is. And this is how we have to deal with it. It's, it's, it's like the, like they've just accepted that this is, this is it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's unfortunate mm -hmm. because that is not that is not the human condition. That is not what uh, humankind is here for. Every human being, 
uh, deserves to have a roof over their head yeah. and food on the table. I mean, that is, I believe, every human being's right. Mm-hmm. We've been given up enough resources on this earth to be able to feed ourselves and, and shelter ourselves as well, right? So I think it's very important that that notion shouldn't be there and it should be, the answer is no, there should be no homelessness. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it should, it shouldn't be, but yeah, it's just crazy how it's almost, I've just accepted that like, like this, this is it. There's nothing that we can do. Yeah. And that's where we have to come in and we have to take that action. Mm-hmm. We have to, we have to solve that problem. Yeah. If that running. Into and, you know, I mean, good. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you know, and the, and this issue I believe has stemmed from, mm-hmm. from society as well. Mm, okay. Where did it come from? Yeah. And that's, we need to, we need to solve that. We need to address uh, the weaknesses we have in our society and, and, and fix that Mm -hmm. and identify where we're lacking as a society in achieving this. I think it's just empathy. I I think we're just so inundated in our our own problems that we don't really care for the problems of other people nowadays. Like we're all, we're all about the individual so much to the point where if someone else is suffering, as long as my, as long as my ass is safe, then and if, if I have food on the table, if I have a roof over my head, I think that's more than enough. I, I think we've conditioned ourselves to believe like that, not as a group anymore, but more as an individual from everything that we ever do. I I used to believe that yeah at one time, Joe yeah, but I have met some amazing amazing individuals, people that just blow my mind away as to how much they believe in in having a better community and and eradicating homelessness and they work tirelessly there's organizations that also want that after being involved in launching give society yeah. i have met some incredible people that i never imagined were out there that really cared that much about the community and about human beings and the mm-hmm. world Mm-hmm. There's quite a few of them. Okay, yeah. But we just need to, like I just said, bring everybody together and collaborate. That's what needs to be done. Yeah, you make a good point because I think we're just in a bubble all the time. Like all of us are just in a bubble. Like yes. I'm in a, bu- yeah, I'm in a bubble of, of you know employment, corporations, and entrepreneurship and things of that nature. And then you're more into, into like you know helping the homeless, which kind of gives a different perspective on life. But yeah, it's it's crazy how like how differing opinions are depending on where we surround ourselves by. We just need to create that awareness. Yeah. And keep creating it, educating. That is very important. Is education. Yeah. Um, you know, because most of the ignorance comes from the unknown. Mm-hmm. Right. When yeah. somebody makes a statement that we can't solve this problem or they can't be helped or they're bringing it on themselves. That's where we need to be uh, articulating to those individuals and educating them mm-hmm. about the problem, about how it's come about, why has it come about yeah, and how we can, we can solve it. So I think we have to remove the ignorance as well. There's a, there's granted that in our society's ignorance in all aspects that we talk yeah. about. Mm-hmm. You know, not just you know talking about the homelessness uh, and the downtown east side, but we're talking about 
what's happening, you know, with other things that are happening, black, black lives matter to human rights, to everything else, um, you know, where we have certain uh, stigmas and negativity against a community or a race or a social status or whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. And it's all coming down because of ignorance. And that's what we need to, we need to, Eliminate ignorance. Jeez, eliminating eliminate ignorance, and, and I guess that's another problem that we have to solve as well. <laughs> well, that's all part and parcel of all of this, right? That's where collaboration comes in. Yeah. So we can remove that ignorance, right? Mm-hmm. Bringing everybody together, we were able to take that next step. Now we're understanding each other. We've learned from each other. Mm-hmm. That's what collaboration does. We're learning from each other, and we see things from a different perspective, and we're learning, and we understand things, and the unknown is known now to us, and we're able to be able to deal with it. Like I said, so that you know, collaboration is also removing the ignorance. You actually make a good point. Collaboration removes the ignorance, and we're scared of the unknown. That's that's good because I remember a couple of years ago, I was volunteer, volunteering for an organization that helps give donations to high school students, and this was some of the first time that. Uh, the people in the in the organization helped worked with the homeless before because I worked with the homeless when I was sixteen, seventeen years old. So that didn't really, I didn't really mind that. But this is the first time some of them have any interaction with the homeless, and they were scared. It's yes. like, yeah, is is that normal? Like for first time volunteers to see? Yes, I, I've observed that. Yeah, and and once they're there and they're interacting and they're serving the food or serving the warm clothes, they realize and they go, hey, you know what? Actually, they're not any different. They're actually so much more respectful. You know, when you when you serve them the food, they're actually appreciated. Yeah. They got so much gratitude and they say thank you. And they actually are so uh, disciplined. Mm-hmm. You know, stand in line. And granted, you know, there's bad apples everywhere. But yeah, absolutely. majority of them are very respectful and so when they experience that, they go, oh, wow, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And that's where the education comes in. That's where the collaboration comes in. And that's where the experience comes in, where they're experiencing this. Now they've actually learned something about it. And they're like, okay, this is not the unknown anymore for me. Yeah. And they're wonderful people. They're people, mm-hmm. just like you and I. God, how do we forget that? They're people. How can we forget that they're people? It's it's astounding to me. And that's where the, like I just said, education yeah. comes in and, and collaboration and and just, yeah. And that's how it starts, one step at a time. Mm-hmm, exactly. And there is no magic bullet, right? There's no anecdote out there that we could take or a serum that we can take, give everybody or, or a, you know, uh, a magic bullet. It has to be done uh, step by step. Yeah. Now, what's your personal experience uh, with the homeless, though? Because you must have some stories or something that you uh, could share with us to kind of inspire someone to, to to work, you know, with the homeless society. I have tons of them, <laughs> <laughs> tons of them. But I will share a couple of them that really uh, inspired me. They actually inspired me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was incredible. Uh, the first one was an individual where we were uh, helping with a festival uh, by downtown Eastside. And this gentleman, well-dressed, was walking through. 
and he stopped to ask me and says, uh, what is this festival about? So I told him that, you know, this is the, you know, uh, Harambe Coover festival at that time. It was outside lots of people and, and it was to create the awareness of the indigenous community and the African community that was in the downtown east side and how they had been pushed out of the downtown east side core. Hogan's Alley, I don't know if you heard of that or not. It's one of our historic areas and the Hogan's Alley is where, you know, the black community resided. In fact, there's a home that's turned into a museum where Jimi Hendrix. Oh, no way. Uh, yes. So that's there as well. So the, this is the type of awareness and festival that was created, again, to bring everybody together. Again, like I mentioned to you, uh, educating mm -hmm. and collaboration. And so he was walking through and I explained that to him. And, yeah. and uh, I said, well, join us. And he goes, no, I, I'm going to go meet some of my old peeps. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, where are your old peeps? He goes, in downtown East Side. Oh, okay. And I said, oh, really? I said, so do you work with them? And he goes... No, I used to live with them. I used to live on the streets. Wow. And I said, so what do you do today? And he says, I'm an immigration lawyer. Rags, wow, really? It's like, it's he didn't forget, but he didn't forget his experience and where he came from, where mm -hmm. he had been mm -hmm. down and out. He was still going there to see his friends, and he realizes the value of those people there and the mm -hmm. value of, of his journey his life journey and the experience that he had there to get to where he is today and so that was very inspiring uh for me uh the second one was where we were doing this outdoor festival and we were moving the tents and setting up the tents and tables and chairs and there was uh, two spanish people you know female and a male that were sitting there on the picnic table and they said hey uh can you use some help and i said yeah sure so they started helping us with the other volunteers setting up and it was about eight o'clock and um, we all packed up. We were ready to leave and there's only three of us now on the grounds. Okay. And, and, and I asked them, I saw a backpack and I saw a small suitcase sitting there on the picnic table and I kind of figured that they probably didn't have a place to stay or, or something like that. So I asked them, you know, where, where they were staying and they said, oh, we're going to be sleeping here on the bench tonight. And I said, well, this is not a safe place. It wasn't the best of area that you want to be uh, sleeping in. And uh, so I said, you know what? Let me put you up in a hostel for the night. So there was a hostel across the street, so I went. And while this was happening, I forgot. While we were setting up the tents yeah. and everything, I was saying to myself, it had been about a year since I started uh, Give Society, and I said, for one year, I have been you know, doing this nonprofit work and I have zero income, mm -hmm. and all I'm doing is giving, giving, giving. When will I see something turn out of this? Because all I'm, how much more can I give? That's sort of what I was internalizing in yeah. myself and talking to myself about. And then it's this, this Spanish male and female that say, "Hey, can I help?" And and all of a sudden they help, and then here I see them, you know, with their baggage and recognizing that they don't have a place to stay. And so I, I took them to the hostel. I you know, got them booked in. And I said, have you had dinner yet? And they said, no. I said, well, I'd like to treat you to dinner. So let's go have some dinner. So we had dinner, and then I dropped them back. And that's when I realized when I was driving back home that I was saying, oh, look all the giving that I am doing. 
I've been doing this. How much more can I give? And here were these two individuals who didn't have any money, didn't have any food, did not have shelter, yet they were still giving unconditionally. They came and they helped us setting up the tents, the tables and everything. And not once did they ask me, Kareem, we're hungry. If you got some food or can you give us some money or we don't have a place to stay, can you help us? Mm-hmm. Not once. That's crazy. Then, yeah. yeah. Now that is nothing short of inspiring to you to the moon. Because mm-hmm. here I was thinking I'm doing something. <laughs> yeah. and, and the universe gave me a message saying, hey, yeah, great what you're doing, but look, look at the un- unconditional giving these two are giving. Mm-hmm. They didn't ask me for anything and they have nothing and they were still giving. They still have lots to give and they gave. So that was my other experience uh, with the homeless and, and uh, about giving. So I can't, that those have really impacted me and that's what kept me going with Gift Society as well and not to stop. That's crazy. Like the, the, the rags to riches story from the first story was, was something else because it's always inspiring when you hear something like that happening, that someone can make it from the bottom up. Yes. Yeah. And at one time, you know, he was he was successful. He was doing well. He had some hard times. Mm-hmm. And there was nobody, there was no net for him. There was no yeah. support for him. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he did not want anybody to help him. That can happen as well where individuals don't ask for help or don't want help. And, mm-hmm. then, they, yeah. and then they end up in the homeless situation, right? Mm-hmm. That can happen as well. Yeah. So. And the other story is, is- them doing all this work and they never asked for anything back. Yes. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Isn't that kind of weird that we live in such a transactional society that something like that is just seen as unreal or. Yes. Yeah. It is. It's unreal. It's something you don't, you rarely experience that. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to have a society where we had unconditional giving? we would but you know the the two individuals I mean they are my lifelong friends now Mm -hmm. you know and in fact they will they will touch base with me Uh, you know one is in California now but still keeps in touch and says hi how you doing how was Give Society yeah right you know it is just incredible the uh, the lifelong friends that you make and, and, and the lessons you learn as well as you go along mm-hmm. and, and the wisdom that you get and, and how they share that with you through their actions, not just talking. Everybody can talk, but can you also you know, do the walk? Right, almost, like a polit- almost like a politician, right? Exactly, yes. Would you ever run for office? Do you, do you think running for office would, would solve this issue? <laughs> Oh boy, um, that's a that's a tough one. But I I personally would say no. Yeah, I would say no because you'd be going through a lot of red tape. There'd be a lot of politics. Uh, you wouldn't be able to take the initiatives and the actions that you want to take to be able to solve the problem. And I think governments are great to help with the support. Mm-hmm. But I believe that if we're going to make a change, it has to be civil society that has to make the change. We have to take action. We have to make it happen. And 
than the government will realize because they are representing us. After all, the government is for the people. They will realize what the people want and then they will follow suit and they will support us with the infrastructure that we as the people have built and established to be able to leverage those resources. Mm -hmm. So I believe that if we want to make an impact, it's going to be from, from that end. It's going to be from civil society, not the government. Yeah, I I think it's just because then again they're also disconnected. Like a lot of us are when it comes to the homeless. Like we're not walking the streets every day. We're not hearing their issues every day. We don't we don't know why they are the way they are, and we don't know how we can do to help them out. Like how can we help some them out if we don't even walk in the same path that they are? In? Yes. Yeah. Pretty crazy stuff. So we have to experience that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And there are other people that have done that. And mm -hmm. my hat off to them and I, I have the utmost respect and, and again, inspiring where they have gone to sleep in the wintertime on the streets. Jeez. That's next level. Yes, there's individuals that have done that. Mm -hmm. and, and that is something, again, they, they're also trying to inspire and also bring this to the forefront by saying, hey, look, if you really want to know what it's to be homeless and to be in this neighborhood and what it's like, try it. I yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> it comes down to ignorance, man. It comes down to the fact that we just don't experience what they, what they do. We're, we're scared of the unknown and we're just not collaborating with each other anymore. We're just all, all separate. That's what we need to do. Collaborate and educate each other mm -hmm. and leverage our resources. We all have, like I said, we all hold a piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. We all have a piece of the solution. We just need to bring it back in together and collaborate our resources to make it happen. All right. Last question for you, Kareem, before we end it off. Why yeah. aren't we collaborating? Collaborating is, like I mentioned to you, your hand, right? Mm -hmm. Let's take that notion. If your pinky is hurt, you damage your pinky, try lifting something. Yeah. With the other four. It's not going to be easy, even though it's just the pinky. Mm -hmm. and so collaboration, therefore, is very important. It brings in diversity. It brings in strength. It brings in value sets. Uh, it brings in education. It brings in unity. It brings in equality. It brings in caring, love, and humanity and understanding. I can go on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what collaboration does. Collaboration is very powerful, mm -hmm. right? Very powerful. But the question is, like, why though? Like, why don't we do it? Either. Why don't we do it? Well, yeah. I, I think that uh, we need to be educated. That's we it. We need right? to. I, I believe educated, and we are, like you mentioned, individualistic, mm -hmm. and so we need to change that. If we can sort of learn that if we collaborate, we could all be ahead millions of miles ahead. Mm -hmm. We can be millions of miles ahead and working along. The impact that we can make and even personally, personal success. You know, if we don't collaborate, it's just like, uh, I'll give you an example in a company. If you own 100%, 100% of a company and you have zero profit, what good is that 100% of the company? True, yeah, you're not but making any money. 
Exactly. If you mm-hmm. have a company where you have 10% of the company and it's making a billion dollars, well, guess what? You're way ahead. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that, that's what we need to bring in. That's the type of thinking we need to have that working together, we all can be ahead a lot more than what we are today individually and what we do individually. That that's a beautiful way to end it. Is there anything else you want to add before we end off? Well, I think uh, one of the other pilot projects we're working on with the challenges that we're having with COVID and mm-hmm. of course we're not doing our events. And so we just launched our pilot last week where we're, uh, we had a food truck and we connected with our partner, a uh, superstore and to be able to have that food truck there to able to, generate some um, you know revenue for them by selling meals to the customers that are coming to Superstore and also uh, for Superstore to be able to treat their employees for a job well done during the COVID and being able to improve their morale and and unify uh, the, the, the company and also the staff and everybody and bringing everybody together. Uh, and that was, uh, that has happened in the last two weeks that we've been doing. And the pilot has been very successful. And so we've also reinvented ourselves during this COVID time uh, as to how we can make an impact. So, you know, the food trucks, and they've always been there for us and helping with the homeless initiatives and the community initiatives. And now it's our turn, you know, where they are in a situation where we need to come together and help them as well. And so now we've shifted uh, our sort of, um, you know, going from event management into helping and, and collaborating together where it's a win-win for everybody. That's the best part, a win-win for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> That's collaboration right there. All right, anything Perfect. else? Yeah. You, want to, you want to say That's before cool. you know? It would be great. I just want to thank everybody. Uh, and I want to thank all, like I mentioned, our partners, our volunteers. Thank you. God bless you all. And Give local and inspire global. Link in the description below, guys, of their society. You can definitely check them out here, okay? Thank you. And it's www.givsociety.org. We're also on Facebook under Give Society and Instagram, Give Society as well. And check out our YouTube as well. We have a YouTube channel as well. Thank you again, Joe. No worries. Link in the description below. Thank you, Kareem, for coming on, by the way. It means a lot. Pleasure again. Thank you, Joe, for having me on. No worries. Alrighty. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you really gained some insight on life, give it some love. Like, comment, share, do what you can. Love you guys, and see you in the next episode. 